Welcome to the Cool Sister Podcast, where I, Chloe, nurse anesthetist, mom, and clothing brand owner, talk about crap no one told you about motherhood. So put it in AirPod, do dishes, do laundry, do nothing, and listen to your cool sister dish on all things motherhood. We're going to see how this goes recording this while my husband's at the gym and I have the three kids. So um, I'm watching them. They are here. They might join in, honestly. If uh, one of them pops in, we'll do a little (laughs) Q&A. Doing a podcast solo is kind of like doing comedy, like a comedy stand-up show to an empty room with no laugh track. Um, So I will laugh at my own jokes. Um, It's kind of my specialty. I don't know. One thing I wanted to talk about, and my sister and I talked about this, is if any of you guys have been on TikTok, I'm a TikTok queen, okay? We will, my husband and I will be on TikTok all day long, and at the end of the day, we're like, want to watch the TikToks we sent each other? Like, that is our, like, time to spend together. We'll sit and watch the TikToks that we've sent to each other, which I kind of touched on in talking to Courtney in another podcast episode, but um, I saw a TikTok the other day. That basically said like their best piece of, have you seen the TikTok where it says, and if I had a hundred dollars for every time I started a conversation with, have you seen that TikTok or it's kind of like that TikTok. Have you seen it? Um, I would literally be rich. I wouldn't have to do any of this like weird online stuff. But um, anyway, there's this TikTok. I don't know if you've seen it, but where it says like, nobody warns you about the roommate phase of marriage. And then the, it cuts to a woman talking about how the best piece of marriage advice she ever got was from a marriage counselor that said, you know, um, a mom or whatever, a wife was leaving her husband because he only fulfilled her 85% of the time. And she wanted someone that filled her like hundred percent of the time. And then her next partner only fulfilled her that 15%. So it's kind of like the grass is always greener type of a situation. And my sister and I were talking about that and we were like, dang, 85 does seem pretty good. And I've trying to, I've been trying to reflect on that this week. And actually Daryl Ann Denner, I don't know if you guys follow her on Instagram. She's one of the um, mom bloggers that I love to follow. And now my mom follows and my mom's literally like, she'll text me screenshots of her stuff or her stories. And it's like, I just love her. Um, but she says, hug each other like once a day for 60 seconds or like some amount of time. And it's something that I don't honestly practice every single day, but I do keep it in the back of my mind that, you know, hugging your partner, your spouse, your, um, the person that helps you take care of your kids, um, your partner in life, whoever it may be, um, connecting with them is so important. And I think that it grounds the house that you raise your kids in. And that's a tool that I keep in my um, tool belt as a mom is just to connect with my husband every day and do that 60-second hug every once in a while. It makes a difference. Not only that, but my kids see it and they're like, they like to see it. It makes us feel good that they see it and that feedback we get from them when my daughter runs up and tries to like get in the middle of us or like does a group hug. Um, it just makes a difference. So that's something that I want to encourage you guys this week to do. Um, I sound like a therapist, like your goal for the week is to hug your husband. (laughs) Um, but no, it's just something that I have used in my life and I hope, hopefully it's helpful for you. But speaking of therapy, I started therapy when I got the genetic results back for this baby that was pending, whether or not it was Down syndrome. 
And I was like, man, I just can't do this on my own. Like I have no coping skills for this. Um, and so it's not cheap and it's, I say it's not for everyone, but I don't really believe that. I believe everyone could benefit from therapy in one way or another, but I know financially, um, not everyone can afford it. And, um, I just have made it a priority to, to do it because, you know, we make, you know, sports a priority and this and that other things that are expensive in our lives. And this is something that I decided, you know what, I need to get mentally healthy for my kids so that they can be raised in a better house. Um, but again, whether or not you agree with it, I have benefited immensely from it. I've had, gosh, I don't even know how many sessions, four or five sessions with my therapist. She specializes in maternal health. Um, and just the reflection I had her, she said to me the other day, and I feel like a lot of moms could probably relate to this, which is why I'm sharing it with you. She said to me in one of the sessions recently, she said, can these two things coexist? Someone that loves you, but has different priorities than you. And I started bawling because I take it so personal when people don't prioritize me in the way that I want them to in that, you know, I stretch myself so thin for everyone all the time. And like when I feel like my husband doesn't stretch himself thin for me, I get resentful and whatever. And so I started crying and I'm like, I've never thought about it that way, that that is how my mind works. People that don't prioritize me or have different priorities than me rather, um, don't love me. And that was just something I started bawling again and something that, you know, I want anyone listening to think about for themselves and to reflect on the fact that like people can have, people in your life can have other priorities than you, AKA their own family, their own children, their own, you know, husband, whatever partner in life, um, and still love you at the same time. So that was something that I definitely, have used in my life and will continue to use um, going forward. So I hope that that helps you. My daughter is telling me that my son punched her in the leg. Um, does he need a timeout? Okay, well. Oh, he needs a spanking, she says. And for the record, I don't spank my kids regularly. Uh, so she just thinks it's hilarious. Uh, can you say hi? Hi. What's your name? she's out sister girl is out um last week we went on vacation with our kids staycation we went to huntington beach with them and, and then we went to and then we went to the movie theater we did we went to the movie theaters which um as a mom get popcorn and treat popcorn and treats yep um as a mom, all of these things sound great in theory. And then in practice, you're like, oh my God, this is literal hell. <laughs> like, You take them on vacation and the amount of time you get to relax is zero. Um, the theater situation, I took them to see Lightyear, which was awesome, by the way, but um, it was a whole ordeal. I was in pure misery the entire time. Like, I have to pee. I want, I want a candy. They didn't have candy. Like the theater we went to, they were struggling. They didn't have any chocolate. My daughter wanted gummy bears. They had no gummy bears. Like literally all we could have was mini Starbursts. And I said, I want gummy 
bear. Yeah, you did. Um, she said she wanted gummy bears, and they didn't have any. It was a whole thing. Um, but if you've taken your kids anywhere this summer and have felt the pain and the misery that is associated with it, um, but you know the joy and the happiness your kids get, right? That's why we keep doing it, question mark. I mean... It was just so freaking painful. I wanted to, I just wanted to go home. The beach we went to, my daughters were covered in sand, head to toe. I had to keep taking big deep breaths because I, no, I've mentioned this before. I am not a kinetic sand, Play-Doh, sand all over in the hair face, like all over the body type of mom. I, or, I mean, even for myself, I like... My husband and I are not like technically beach people. We just getting covered in sand. I just feel like there's nothing enjoyable about that. We are pool people where like we can have fun in the sun, but like getting covered in sand and like having sand, residual sand everywhere and in everything uh, for an unknown amount of time is our literal hell. So <laughs> um, we're hotel and pool people, but this um, hotel didn't have a pool. So we were at the beach for six hours and the kids had a freaking blast and uh, it was basically miserable, but it was fine at the end of the day. This segment is going to be called shit. No one tells you about motherhood. So, I remember with my daughter. So my daughter was, or my son was two when we had our daughter and brought her home. I went for my lactation consultant appointment at the hospital with the first steps appointment, which is the first pediatric appointment. And I went there and I was like, I was doing pretty well, honestly. Like, mm, that's not true. Um, (laughs) We were potty training our son, which was a nightmare to do. I think I've mentioned that before that uh, potty training a two-year-old with a newborn breastfeeding. Um, I looked at my husband and I was like, are we going to get divorced because we had a second kid? Like, is that where this is headed? Like, why the hell did we do this to ourselves? But um, breastfeeding wise, it was doing okay. So I breastfed my son for essentially 12 months um, until he could get cow's milk. Um, I pumped at work and then would nurse him at home and that was kind of our flow. So I find myself as like the hands-free pump queen. I haven't tried the new ones yet, but the LV was my favorite hands down, um, which I should actually do a segment on like my favorite mom, uh, stuff. And then I could link them for you guys. Cause I have major opinions about all of it. But, um, and as we have sleep specialists and things like that, I, I'll be able to link the stuff that they recommend for you guys too, to add to you, your tool belt even more. But, um, I went to my lactation <laughs> consultant appointment and I will never forget. So the latch was fine. Like everything was fine. I kind of had known from my son what to expect. Um, and she like looked at my nipples and she was like, oh my gosh, like your nipples are like kind of cracking. They're a little, one of them was like not doing too hot. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, it wasn't bleeding like profusely, but it was just like kind of scabbing, scabbing a little bit, whatever. Um, again, pretty normal. Like even if your latch is perfect, like it still has that like uncomfortable phase in terms of just your body adjust, readjusting to nursing again. And 
or and honestly i was exhausted and too lazy to get a perfect latch every time that's the god's honest truth <laughs> and because i remember thinking to myself like i could get a better latch this kind of hurts and just didn't but um so i was there and sitting there and this lady looks at me this lactation consultant looks at me and she's like you're gonna need to soak your nipples twice a day for 10 minutes at a time this is how you do it I looked at her like she was speaking a different language. I'm like, lady, listen, I have a two-year-old who's like literally probably currently pooping on my rug, um, trying to potty train him. You think I'm going to be able to soak my nipples twice a day? Like I was so annoyed that she even like in God bless taxation consultants, like what they do is God's work in all honesty. And if you're a lactation consultant listening, like love you girl. Um, but this one, I'm like, you really need to read a room. Like, do you think I'm going to be able to like, what are my other options? Like, give me some nipple cream, whatever you need to do. But it's like, shit, no one tells you like this lady looking at me saying like, you're going to need to soak your nipples twice a day. I mean, I, I, I literally started laughing. I was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. So like, what else can we do? <laughs> Cause like, I don't even know how that would work in terms of like physically doing that. Like, yeah, soaking the nips was something that that's shit. Nobody tells you in motherhood that someone may be telling you in serious with a serious ass face. Like, oh, my God, your nipples, they need to be soaked. I was floored. I could not believe it. Um, with that being said, if you're a lactation consultant and you're rolling your eyes, I'm sorry. <laughs> but with a two year old at home, like I could barely like poop by myself there was no way I was gonna be able to soak my nipples um but yeah you know shit no one tells you in motherhood and I should start doing segments and collecting more stuff about shit no one tells you in motherhood which one of them was about you know (laughs) nipples cracking and bleeding with it with nursing which we could do a whole thing on breastfeeding and we probably will when I get a lactation consultant on here uh to interview and get more of an expert opinion but, um, like I said, I've nursed all three of my kids for that year, um, and pumping at work, working full time. Um, so I've kind of had both experiences in terms of pumping and bottle feeding and also nursing at the breast. Um, but at the end of the day, I am a huge proponent of doing what is mentally healthy for moms. So even at the hospital, I've had situations where I felt like the nursing staff has been um, a little bit too aggressive with moms in terms of um, is breastfeeding, does breastfeeding have benefits? Yes, absolutely. It does. It has benefits. We all know the benefits of breastfeeding. Um, What is the benefit of breastfeeding if the mom is in a deep depression about breastfeeding? Um, the risk and benefit is not worth it in my opinion. And I think that motherhood is a lot of risk benefit analysis, um, that we don't even know that we do, you know, like you have two options as a mom, which are you going to do? Um, sometimes it feels like you have a million options. Which one are you going to do? I constantly tell my sisters, like raising kids is like picking your poison. Like to think that your kid is not going to need therapy because of something that you did or did not do for them. Um, it's just not realistic. So it's it's doing the least amount of harm possible that we can human as humanly possible as people because we're still people. Yes, we're mothers, but we are people at the end of the day. And we have to 
add ourselves to the priority list at some point so that we can mother as effectively as possible. So in terms of, you know, the phrase fed is best um, is kind of like cringy. Honestly, I think it's a little bit overplayed, but um, it's kind of almost like, you know, mom is best in terms of her mental health and doing what's mentally healthy for you. If um, breastfeeding is costing you your mental health, it is just not worth it to continue to try. And I feel bad because when my sister had one of her babies, um, she was struggling with the nipple shield and all this and that. And she was determined to do it. And I feel bad because I kind of downplayed it because I was like, just give up, dude. Like you have to give up at some point. Like you need to be mentally healthy and you're obsessed with this and you just need to just, just pull the plug. And I feel bad because I was almost dismissive about it, but, um, she continued through and was able to nurse and then pump exclusively pump eventually for her daughter. But everyone has their individual choice. Um, but I really do think it's important that, we continue to prioritize our mental health, no matter what that looks like. Um, I remember thinking multiple times as we were getting towards the end of the 12 months, my milk supply wasn't as good as it used to be. And with her eating, my her or him, my son or my daughters, each of them like started to wean towards 12 months. And I remember being like, God, I'm so stressed out. Like, like work is stressful enough. And then I'm worried about pumping every four hours, trying to get out of the operating room to do so. And uh, it gets so stressful to where it's not worth it. Um, so you, I just want to encourage you guys to constantly do that analysis for yourself and um, continue to prioritize yourself in some aspect. Because in order to be good moms, we have to be able to prioritize ourselves and take care of ourselves you know, in some um, aspect of it, which is what I was talking to my therapist about today. I'm talking. <laughs> Say it again. Ask me again. My daughter's here, my guest, my special guest. She said, who are you talking to? And the answer is no one, but the answer is um, anyone, actually. So if you're listening, we love you. Say I love you. Oh, now she's being shy, looking at her SpongeBob tattoos. Um, so if you have any crap or shit, no one told you about motherhood, DM me on at cool sister pod, and I'll feature some of them on the next solo podcast that I do. Um, God willing, if my kids are being as good as they are being now, which I'm shocked the baby is actually eating her lunch and watching bluey. Um, don't at me about screen time. Okay. I don't want to hear it. podcast sounds really choppy it's because it is um it's been recorded in like three different segments (laughs) um but this one I just had to come on I was gonna have my friend edit this and post it and I was like you know what I have one more thing to say first of all thank you to everyone that on Instagram put all of their um shit no one told you about motherhood on there I will read those next week or the next time I do a solo podcast but today the season two Hulu Kardashians trailer came out and like I said and I will continue to say until the end of time like tattoo it on my back just kidding I'm not going to tattoo it on my back um but hating the Kardashians is not a personality trait like I'm obsessed with them, so I'm sorry if that makes you lose respect for me, but it's not a personality trait to hate them. But 
the trailer came out today and it's the first time Pete Davidson and Kim are like on the season. I'm stoked to see it all. And I posted this on the Instagram if you guys saw, but it is the most bizarre coupling of people in my opinion. It's like so odd that like I'm so drawn to it. So I've always been an SNL fan. My uh, biological dad like instilled that in us. He loves Steve Martin, Martin Short, all of the OGs of SNL. And so my sisters and I were raised on SNL. Like Billy Madison is one of my first movies that I remember. And I still quote to this day, like shampoo is better. Like it cleans the hair. No conditioner is better. It leaves the hair silky and smooth. If you know, you know. And I quote it all the time. I was telling my sister the other day, I quote Billy Madison so much that I don't even know I'm doing it anymore. Like I just think it's part of my vocabulary and I think it's my quirk when actually it's a full-blown movie and it's not me at all. So um, was raised heavy on the SNL and the fact that Pete Davidson's, you know, his history. I'm always telling my husband as if I know these people. I mean, it's truly sick, but, um, I will like lay in bed and I'm like, no, his dad died in nine 11 though. Like seriously, like don't disrespect the man. Like his dad was a hero and I stand by that. So, um, I love Pete Davidson by himself. And then when he got with Kim Kardashian, I was like, this has to be a joke. Like this is two of my worlds colliding in like the most epic, unexpected, like quirky, weird way. Um, and I'm freaking obsessed with it. So like, even in the trailer, I like giggled like a schoolgirl. no joke. When they talked about when she's like, Hey babe, want to come shower with me? And he like runs in all giddy. And like, it's wild. But at the end of the day, we respect a mom that does what she loves to do and, you know, is happy in doing that. And we saw her for years struggle with Kanye. And I think there's a lot of mental health, you know, issues that go along with that. Speaking from the medical side of my brain, you know, I always, and I do love Kanye. I'm a Kanye stan. So don't at me. I think that's going to be the new merch. Like Courtney, my best friend from high school kept saying like, don't at me. Yeah, that's going to be the merch for this stuff, um, for this podcast. But, um, we saw Kim struggle through all of that and, you know, be pretty miserable throughout that whole time. And the fact that she's, you know, dating who she wants, doing what she wants, it just goes to show that, you know, motherhood doesn't have to hold you back and you can be happy in your life. And what's best for your kids is having a healthy, happy mom. So um, whatever that may look like, um, I am in full support of that. So we can all stand a queen. So round of applause for the MILF of the week, um, Kim Kardashian. So if you have MILF of the week suggestions, DM me on at cool sister pod and I will go through them and pick one every week. I'm thinking maybe I'll do by uh, like a solo pod every other week. I don't know. I have a holistic sleep um, specialist on the lineup. I have the movement mama. I think, yes, she's a PT. Um, I have emailed the speech sisters, a speech pathology sister crew. Um, who else? I have a pediatric dentist that's in New York. So we're going to figure out how to pod after bedtime. This is really fun with a bunch of moms. We're like, so you're on the East coast and you want to record after your kids go to bed. Well, my kids go to bed three hours after your kids go to bed. So you're going to be in a sleep coma, hopefully. Um, and then I have, 
Oh man, I had someone else on the books too. If you're listening and I forgot you, I'm deeply, deeply sorry. Um, I would say mom brain, but I don't believe in it. If you saw that on my Instagram, I am do not believe in mom brain. I think it's a like a very sexist term. Um, sexist is kind of like aggressive, but I just find it to be like, no, I can be a mom and like forget stuff just like you, just like anybody else. We forget stuff. Doesn't It's not because I'm a mom. It's just, you know, life and humanity, not not blaming it on being a mom you know what I mean we, we're we strong we can remember stuff sometimes you know even though I'm looking for my sunglasses as they're on my head type vibe um so if you guys have any suggestions or comments um dm me and definitely send me submissions for milf of the week because we are going to continue to do that even if it's a friend of yours um not a celebrity although i'm heavy on the celebrity and pop culture it might be kim kardashian every week i don't know we'll see um let me know on dm hey cool moms thanks so much for listening don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss anything also i want to hear from you so leave a rating and a review you can follow me on instagram at cool sister pod to stay up to date on all things cool sister and cool motherhood